Welcome to Zikhud Avsi Manamim Rabbi Avram Goldar and the name of Zakhar Sukkah, Tathlamad Bab, the third parak, Lulav Hagazul. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi inquired, No the Be'esrog Simani Trefa Mahu. What's the luck of signs of a trefa appeared in an Esrog? The Gemara says that Rabbi was asking about a case like that of Ula, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that a lung that can be poured like a flask of water is kosher. And Rabbi said, Behud the Kaimasim Pona. This is only applicable where its bronchial tubes are intact, but if they're not intact, it is a sign of a trefa. Rashi and Chun explains that the dissolving of the interior flesh is considered a non-fatal defect only as long as the air passages did not dissolve, so that the lung still contains air passages within its membrane. Rav's question in regard to an esrog is, what is the halach if its flesh is dissolved, but the inner pockets containing the seeds are intact? Perhaps in the case of the lung, where the external atmosphere doesn't impact on it, for the lung is enclosed within the body, that even though the flesh has dissolved, it can regenerate. And that's why the animal is not a trefa. But here in the case of the esrog, the external atmosphere does impact on it, and it inevitably rots once the flesh has dissolved. And since it cannot be corrected, it's not going to regenerate. The esrog is possible. Or perhaps there's no difference between the long and the esrog. The Gemara's attempt to resolve the question is not successful. Point number two is stated in the Bryce, If one grew the esrog in a mold and formed it like another species, it is possible. Rav has said that the thought is only when one formed the esrog like another species. But if one shaped it like its own form, it's kosher. The Gemara said this is obvious as the Bryce is stipulated like another species. And an answer is called Rabbi's statement was necessary concerning a case where the esrog was fashioned with many planks. Rashi explains that rubber refers to a mold that caused the esrog to grow in the shape of a water wheel with numerous broad spokes emerging from a central core. Rabbi teaches that this is considered a normal form of esrog. And point number three, the next mission states, Rebuto holds, Ein ogdin as a el bemino. We may not bind the lulav bundle except with its own kind, whereas Rabbi Mer holds, afil b'chut b'meshicho. We may bind it even with linen thread. Rabbi said that according to Rabbi Yehuda, afil b'siv, afil b'ikra We may bind the lulav even with the ivy that grows around the trunk of the palm tree and even with the strips of bark from the trunk of the palm tree. Rashi explains that even though they are a different color than the lulav and do not enhance its appearance, they can be used since Rabbi Yehuda does not require hadar for the lulav. Rabbi says that Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning is that he holds lulav sarech eged, that the lulav requires bundling with the other species as part of the mitzvah. Rashi explains that since the eged is required, whatever is joined in the bundle, even as a wrapping, is considered an inherent part of the mitzvah. Therefore, if one uses a fifth material, he will violate a baltosi, the prohibition of adding to a mitzvah. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi inquired, What is the halacha of signs of a trefa appeared in an esrog? The Mura says that Rabbi was asking about a case like that of Ulu, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that a lung that can be poured like a flask of water is kosher. And Rabbi said, that this is only applicable where its bronchial tubes are intact. But if they're not intact, it is a sign of a trefa. Rashi and Chun explains that the dissolving of the interior flesh is considered a non-fatal defect as long as the air passages did not dissolve so that the lung still contains air passages within its membrane. Rav's question in regard to an esrog is, what is the halacha if its flesh is dissolved, but the inner pockets containing the seeds are intact? Perhaps in the case of the lung, the Ba'avira, where the external atmosphere doesn't impact on it, for the lung is enclosed within the body, Hadabariya that even though the flesh has dissolved, it can regenerate. And that's why the animal is not a trefa. But here in the case of the esrog, the external atmosphere does impact on it, and it inevitably rots once the flesh has dissolved. And since it doesn't regenerate on its own, the esrog is puzzled. Or perhaps there's no difference between the lung and the esrog. 
The Gemara's attempt to resolve the question is not successful. Point number two is stated in a brace that Gadu Betfus Puzzle. If one grew the Esrog in a mold and it formed like another species, it is possible. Rav said that the Tat is only when one formed the Esrog like another species. Aval Kibriyasu Kasher. But if one shaped like its own form, it's kosher. The Gemara has said this is obvious. It's the Bryce is stipulate like another species. And it answers, Rav's statement was necessary concerning a case where the Esrog was fashioned with many planks. Rashi explains that Rav refers to a mold that caused the Esrog to grow in the shape of a water wheel with numerous broad spokes emerging from a central core. Rav teaches that this is considered a normal form of Esrog. And point number three, the next mission states, Rebuto holds, Ain Ogdinus a lul of El Bamino. We may not bind the lul of bundle except with its own kind, whereas Rebbe Mer holds, Afil Bechot Mameshicha, we may bind it even with linen thread. Rav said, The coin of Yehuda, Afil Besiv, Afil Beikro Dikla. We may bind the lul of even with the ivy that grows around the trunk of the palm tree, and even with strips of bark from the trunk of the palm tree. Rush explains that even though they are different color than the lulav and do not enhance its appearance, they can be used since Rabbi Yudah does not require hadar for the lulav. Rava says that Rabbi Yudah's reasoning is that he holds lulav sarich eged, that the lulav requires bundling with the other species as part of the mitzvah. Rashi explains that since the eged is required, whatever is joined in the bundle, even as a wrapping, is considered an inherent part of the mitzvah. Therefore, if one uses a fifth material, he will have violated baltosi, the prohibition of adding to a mitzvah. All right, so now we go to our simon, and our standard simon for Lamedvav is a lulav. A lulav, so here goes. The embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefes rogim, replaced them with this rogim that looked like water wheels, and gave each person a free agate from one of the dollop meaning. Once again, it's slow motion. The embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim, 36 lulavim, that must be run daf lavan vav, 36. The embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefus rogim, which reminds us, Rav inquired, what is the luck of the signs of a trefa appeared in an esrog, if its flesh is dissolved but the inner pockets containing the seeds are intact? Perhaps in the case of a lung, where the bronchial tubes are still intact, since the external atmosphere doesn't impact on it for the lung isn't closed within the body, that even though the flesh has dissolved, hadabarya, it can regenerate, and that's why the animal is not a trefa. But here in the case of the esrog, the external atmosphere does impact on it, and it inevitably rots once the flesh has dissolved, and since it doesn't regenerate, the esrog is puzzled. Or perhaps there is no difference between the lung and the esrog. The Gemara's attempt to resolve the question is not successful. So the embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefes rogim replaced them with this rogim that looked like water wheels, which reminds us there was stayed in a brice of gadu betfus puzzle. If one grew the esrog in a mold and it formed like another species, it's puzzle. Rav said that they taught this only when one formed an esrog like another species. But if one shaped like its own form, it's kosher. The Gemara's that's obvious. The Bryce is stipulated like another species and answers that Rav's statement was necessary concerning a case where the Esrog was fashioned with many planks, which refers to a mold that caused the Esrog to grow in the shape of a water wheel with numerous broad spokes emerging from a central core. Rav teaches that this is considered a normal form of Esrog. So the embarrassed merchant who sold 36 lulavim with what turned out to be trefes rogim replaced him with Esrogim that looked like water wheels and gave each person a free egged from one of the dull meaning. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Rebuto holds, Ain We may not bind the Lula bundle except with its own kind. Whereas with Mir holds, We may bind it even with one thread. 
Rabbah says Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning is that he holds Luv Sarich Eged, that the Luv requires bundling with the other species as part of the mitzvah. Rashi explains that since the Eged is required, whatever is joined in the bundle, even as a wrapping, is considered an inherent part of the mitzvah. Therefore, if one uses a fifth material, he will violate a baltosif, the prohibition of adding to a mitzvah. So once again, the embarrassed merchant who sold 36 Lulavim with what turned out to be Trefes Rogim replaced them with a srogan that looked like water wheels and gave each person a free egged from one of the doll of meaning. All right, now it's time for four blah back Hazara. So the Simmer base is a mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The mad scientist working in a sukkah lab. Mad scientist in a lab? That must mean we're on Daf Lamed The mad scientist working in a sukkah lab on developing a species of lulav where the tumus never split, which reminds us, where Papa asks what the halacha is in a case where the tumus is split all the way down to the spine so that the top of the spine is split. The Gemara gives two different versions of what Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shubin Levi, one suggesting that the tumus is kosher, whereas if it was removed, it'd be puzzle. The other one saying that a split tumus is as if it's removed. So the mad scientist working in a sukkah lab on developing a species of luv, where the tumus never split, ended up producing a mutant thorny lulav, which reminds us, Ravina said to Ravashi, on what basis do we know that couples tamarim requires us to take a lulav, which is the pliant palm branch whose leaves hug its spine? So a number of alternatives are suggested which are rejected, one being that the Gemara has the Imakufra, but say the puzzle refers to a palm shoot, which is a branch that is one or two years old and has begun to harden, but the stems protruding from it still can be bent back and tied to it. Abai said, Its ways are pleasantness, and all its pathways are peace. While she explains that since a palm shoot has thorny projections, it's unpleasant for one to hold. So the mad scientist working in a sukkah lab on developing a species of lulav, where the tumors never split, ended up producing a mutant thorny lulav that was plated like a braid and looked more like a hadas. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce regarding identifying a hadas, anav eitz avos, sha'anafav chofim as eitzo. The term of shoot of the plated tree refers to a species whose shoots cover its branches, which is a hadas. Another Bryce has stated that the term shoot of the plated tree implies kalua can mean klia, but domo shall that the tree's leaves are plated like a braid and similar to an interlocking chain, and this is a reference to Hadas. The Gemara asks, what's the case of a twig that's plated? And reviewed has said, it's where the leaves stand, tlasa tlasa tarpe bikina, in clusters of three on each base. Rav Ghana said, afil trevachad, even if they stand in pairs, with a third one overlapping each pair. Daf Lamed Gimel, so the similar Daf Lamed Gimel is a peg-leg pirate. So here goes. The peg-leg pirate, peg-leg pirate, that must be on Daf Lamed Gimel. The peg-leg pirate got angry after he clipped off the top of the hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, which reminds us, Rabbi Yirmi asked what the lucky is if the top of the hadas was clipped off before Yantiv and a date grew on it during Yantiv. Yesh dichwi ate some mitzvahs or woe. Is there a permanent rejection in regard to mitzvahs or not? The concept of dichwi, which applies in regard to kachim, is that once an object is disqualified from use in a specific service, it is permanently rejected, even if the reason for disqualification ceases to exist. The Gemara asks why Rabbi Yirmi is uncertain, since the case in Chun regarding Kitsui Dam implies Ain dichwi ate some mitzvahs. There is no permanent rejection in regard to mitzvahs. The Gemara said that Rabbi Yirmi was inquiring whether Ain dichwi ate some mitzvahs apply only to chumras, such as in the case of Kitsui Dam, or even what leads to a kula, such as the Hadas case. The Gemara leaves it as a take, but later resolves part of the question. So the peg-leg pirate got angry after he clipped off the top of the Hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, got distracted pulling off all its berries to eat. Which reminds us, the Gemara questions Rabbi Yezabur who holds that one may pluck berries off a Hadas on Yantiv. But one is thereby repairing a Kliyan Yantav. Ravashi answered that we're dealing with a case where one plucked the berries for the purpose of eating them. Rebbe Gazi Shimon holds like his father who said, Davashi Anamaskavin is mutter. 
When the Gemara objects, because Abai and Rabbi both said Rabbi Shimon concedes that one is chayv in a case of Yamus, it answers that we're dealing with a case of De'ezli Hoshana Achrisi, where the person has another Hoshana with which he can do the mitzvah. Since it's irrelevant to him whether this hadas is valid, plucking the berries is not considered a repair. So the peg-leg pirate got angry after he clipped off the top of the hadas and saw a new bud begin to grow on Yantiv, got distracted pulling off all its berries to eat, that a ship got grounded in a willow brook. Which reminds us, we learned many dinim of rubbers from the Pasuk of Arve Nachal. The term brook willows refers to a rubbers that grow by brook. Another pshat is Sha'ale Shalat Mashul Chanacho. That's the type of rubber whose leaf is elongated like a brook. And the plural form of Arve Nachal teaches that rubbers are not only kosher if they grow by a brook, but they're also kosher if they grow in fields and mountains. And Habashul said Arve Shtaim. The plural form of a rubbers implies two rubbers are required, one for the Luv and the other one for the Mikdash to encircle the Mizbech with the rubbers each day of Sukkot. The Rabban hold that the mitzvah of rubbers in the Mikdash is Halacha, Lamosh Misinai. Daf Lamadal, so the similar Daf Lamadal is a ladder. So here goes. The ladder, ladder, that must be more in Daf Lamadal. The ladder covered in white stemmed and rounded leaf tzavtzava with serrated edges, which reminds us the term Arve Nach refers to Aravos that grow by a brook and excludes tzavtzava which grow among the mountains. The more brings a bright that distinguishes between Arava and tzavtzava. The Arava, its stem is red and its leaf is elongated and the edge of its leaf is smooth. The tzavtzava, its stem is white, its leaf is rounded and the edge of its leaf is serrated like a sickle. So the ladder covered in white stemmed and rounded leaf tzavtzava with serrated edges, had three adasim on the third rung, two arubas on the second rung, and a luav on the first rung. Which reminds us, the next mission brings about focus to regarding how many of each species must be taken. Rabbi Shmuel holds that one must take three adasim, two arubas, one luav, and one esrog. Rabbi says that just as only one luav and one esrog are required, so too only one hadas and one arubah are required. Abraissa states that Rabbi Shmuel said, pre-eats hadar teaches that one esrog is required amount. Kapos Tamar refers to one luav since kapos is written without the vav. The three words of anav eats avos allude to the three hadasim, and arve refers to two aravos. So the ladder covered in white stemmed and rounded leaf tzatzifa with serrated edges had three adasim on the third rung, two aravos on the second rung, and a luv on the first rung, with the esrog all alone on the side. Which reminds us, in the same brace of Rebbe said that one might have thought that the esrog should be tied together with the other three species in one bundle. Since the Pasuk says pre eats hadar kapuz tamar, and without the connecting letter vav, this teaches that the esrog is not bundled with the other species. And how do we know that the dal minim are ma'ak of one another? That if one takes only three of the four minim, he has completely failed to fulfill the mitzvah? The Torah therefore teaches, v'lakachtem shetehei kichotama, and you shall take, which indicates that it should be a complete taken. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yezer expounds v'lakachtem as v'lakachtatam, and you shall take completely. Daf Lamed so the simmer Daf Lamed is the children's choir singing la, la, la. So here goes. The pre-8s Hutter Children's Choir, Children's Choir, that must be more Duff, Lamed Hay, La La La. The pre-8s Hutter Children's Choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dressed up as srogim, singing in a tree, which reminds us that we have four different shots regarding the Pasuk of pre-8s Hutter. Either it's Shatama 8's Kadama Pri, or read it as Hadir, that the Esrog tree is like a corral, in that the new fruits arrive when the older fruits are still on the tree, because an Esrog is different from other fruits, in that it can be on the tree for a number of years, or Altikra Hadar El Hadar, Shadar Bi'ilana Mishana Lashana, that it dwells on the tree from year after year, or Altikra Hadar El Idar, which is Greek for water, since the Esrog tree relies upon both rainfall and irrigation. So the pre eight hundred children's choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dressed up as Esrogim, singing in a tree, 
wouldn't let the kid in the Orla Esrug costume, which reminds us that there are two reasons given for why an Esrug of Orla is possible, either because it has no Heter Achila or it doesn't have a Din Mamon, since Orla is Asubana and would not fulfill little Kalkimochem. Now, while the Gemara says that everybody agrees that an Esrug requires a Heter Achila, there is a disagreement whether it requires a Din Mamon. The Nafkamina is my Sushani eaten in Yushalayim, according to Rabbi Meir. While it does have a Heter Achila, since it's in Yushalayim, it does not have a Din Mamon, according to Rabbi Meir, because according to Rabbi Meir, my Sushani is Mamon Gavoa, it belongs to the Most High, and not considered the money of the owner. So the pre-Eitz Hutter Children's Choir, comprised of kids of different ages, dress up as Esrogim, singing in a tree, wouldn't let the kid in the Orla Esru costume, and the one who broke his pitam join them. Which reminds the Mishnah said, Nitl Pitmaso Asr, if the pitam is removed, it is Asr because it's Chaser, it's deficient. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar brought a bright with the reading Nitla Buchnaso, its pestle was removed. This reading reflects the fact that the pitam is pointed and its shape resembles that of a pestle. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar informs us that the Esrog is puzzle only if the base of the pitam is missing, but not if the bud is missing. All right, that concludes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ramgul Nizikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.